0: Now, today on the show, we have Arki Muratova, and Arki remembers what it was like before she was born. She remembers her pre-birth experience, putting together her soul blueprint, her soul plan, and why she chose such a difficult early life with abusive parents, abusive situation that she was in. Her explanation is heartfelt and beautiful, and this one also might talk on the heartstrings guys so let's dive in i'd like to welcome to the show arki muratova how you doing arki
2: i'm good thank you alex i'm very happy to be here thanks for pronouncing my name correctly
0: you know what i i I, for hours we've been trying and thank you we finally got to take that worked (laughs) but uh (laughs) but i appreciate you so much from coming uh for coming on the show Uh, i know it's early where you are right now you're on the other side of the world and, and I do appreciate that you don't do interviews very often, so I do appreciate you taking the time to share your story with my audience. So for, so I appreciate you being here, my dear.
2: Thank you, Alex, and I'm honored to be here, and I love what you do. And I hope somebody finds something helpful from my story, and that can serve as someone else's survival guide. So, yeah, thank you. So
0: so my first question is, We're first of all, we're going to be talking today about your pre-birth memories, uh, your or pre-birth mm-hmm. experience—if you had life between lives—before um, mm-hmm. these memories came in, or did they come in later in life? But do you, is there any time prior to those memories? And if there is prior to those memories, um, what was your life like before these memories came back into your life?
2: That's a good question. Thank you for asking. Um, so the the pre-birth memory, I recalled it when I was four years old. So. Mm-hmm. I just saw my mom breastfeeding my little brother, and that's how I recalled everything and the fact that she was my mother because at the time, I didn't know she was my mother. I was living with my grandparents, and I fully believed that they were my parents, and I recalled the pre-birth memory. I told her exactly how I remember everything, and she just said, oh, it's a dream, something like that. Just forget about it. And uh, growing up, up up to the age of, I think, 22 or something around that I always remembered that the pre-birth memory I just thought maybe it's something insignificant like maybe everybody has it and I think I just sat down and shared with my partner at the time and my friends and I was like oh do you guys also remember like how you came to this life?" and they went no and I I felt a bit crazy and they were like what what are you talking about so I shared it and they were like that is insane and I thought oh okay well I thought everybody remembers it and I started writing it down so I can remember recall exactly how it happened exactly how I remember everything and I started researching about people and I found some people with New death experiences and pre birth experiences, which made me really happy. And I realized that I'm not insane and it is a perfectly normal thing. So I felt grateful that a lot of people remember that there is more to this life and that we came from somewhere and it's in that we serve a bigger purpose here than we think and we know. So my life before. I before I recalled and before I realized this memory is actually something that matters, that this memory is something that can help others, I was living in a very, I was in a very bad state. I was living in a survival mode and I was just at the lowest I could be in my life. And I had a very, uh, I was actually in Russia. So I was meditating and and uh, through the meditations, I got this telepathic message saying, share your memory, share your pre birth memory through YouTube. And I was like, I stood up, I got shocked, and I said, no way, I'm not filming myself. That is insane. And uh, that message kept popping up and I felt a little bit of a pressure, but it was a good pressure, like a push. Like, you got to do it. You got to make the video. You got to share that. So I just shared that and I thought, you know, what am I going to lose? Nothing. Maybe I'll gain something. Maybe I'll I'll help someone. So let's do that. And I shared that little video, which was five minutes. And I think a couple of people wrote a comment saying thank you. And that just felt amazing. And I felt grateful that I... My words helped someone so that kept me going and I was found by Lee and then Melissa and I shared my message and more and more people now getting in touch with me and connected with me so I'm helping here and there um, with what I can. I do my best. Obviously, I don't know everything but I have received a lot of messages and I still receive through dreams and astral projections, things that can help people. So I guess it's just a gift that I have to use, and I just accepted that.
0: So so when you decided to kind of go public uh, or yes. come out of the closet, if you will, out of the pre-birth closet, yeah. um, how did you – deal with it psychologically meaning like friends family people around you colleagues uh, you know because again like yeah. you, the first time you at you spoke to somebody they're like what no we yeah. don't know what you're talking about you sound crazy uh, how did you deal yeah. with it when, when you first came out
2: that's a very good question so <laughs> at first it was really difficult i mm, I, all were, I already never felt like I could fit in. Now I felt like, oh, okay, well now I'm standing out. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> we. When I now we gotta work with it. So I, at first it was really difficult because I love my family and my friends and I love them deeply and I wanted them to understand me. And it was really, really frustrating when I tried asking them questions, like deeper questions. Do you remember this? And do you remember choosing this? And, they looked at me as if I'm just, you know, this person who is insane and crazy. So I I felt a bit hurt. I felt devastated that nobody else can remember, and especially my loved ones. Um, At some point, I think I kept writing in my journal to get to know myself better and dig deeper and to find out because the answers weren't coming from the other people I couldn't get anything so I kept asking myself and I get I started getting more and more messages like you can't force people you can't control people you can't try to convince people about so you can't make others believe in what you believe in your experience is what shapes your beliefs and it matters and their beliefs also matter what they think also matter even if they don't believe in you it's okay because I still know that they love me they accept me but it's, you know, they're not going to believe everything you say because they haven't walked my path. They don't know my experience. They can't feel what I felt. So I completely respected that. Um, and I think I journaled and I said, oh, the universe or God, whatever, my higher self, whatever the out there is uh, or in me, just help me align myself with the right people. And slowly it was really painful then the universe actually started taking those people away from my life. Even my family members and my brothers and my brother and my partner, my friends. Everything started falling apart. Now I am alone in a Buddhist temple. I am learning from Buddhists. I'm just learning about religions, meeting different people, finding so many interesting people. And I never thought that would happen a year ago. I was hurt. I, I was... In the dark, I felt alone. I felt like my people didn't understand me and I was going insane. But
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now, back to the show.
2: Everything aligned. I kept believing that I'll find my people and I'll find people that are interested in hearing me out. And people that are open-minded and open-hearted. So I kept believing in it, and it actually happened. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to so many people here. I talked to Melissa a year ago. Um, I'm in touch with so many beautiful people, so many open-hearted and open-minded and curious about life and curious, and they question everything with what, why, and how, and where. So, and, And, yeah, I'm having fun with it. I think the pain I experienced and every pain that we experience shows us that the other side is beautiful and it matters. What you experience is, you know, it turns into a wisdom. So that's what happened. Now I am alone, but I'm not lonely. I very di- very important.
0: and very important distinction yeah. there. I am alone, but I am not lonely. That is a very yeah. Buddhist way of looking at things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, we learned
0: something
2: Buddhist here.
0: It's so it, that's so beautiful. And you know what? There I think that is a lesson for so many people because we do out sometimes we outgrow people in our lives. You know, mm-hmm. I tried to tell my children, they're like, My friends, I'm like, honey, the friends you have at this mm-hmm. age, the chances of you talking to them in 10 years or 20 years is probably not going to be there they're just going to fall away and the right Mm -hmm. finding your people finding your 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 the people that are supposed to be surrounding you can be fun but it'll also be painful and Mm -hmm. you went through that through an extreme version of that i mean you are an extreme version of letting everything else go you're in a buddhist temple now alone but not lonely um so not everyone will have to walk your path but there's a Mm -hmm. lesson here that it doesn't have to be negative thing it might hurt yeah but but it's a good hurt after a while when you look back right
2: exactly yeah you're right absolutely well i am still in touch with everyone and i may not annoy them with my stories and questions about the universe and life anymore. But I always check on them to see how they're going, what their dreams are, where they're going, and if I can help with anything I do. And they always remind me that they're with me and right. um, in spirit or but maybe not physically, but in spirit. They always say, we believe in you. I mean, we may not believe in everything you do and support or understand, but we believe in you. Um, so I appreciate that and I always keep that in mind that you know deep inside we are all this, you know, we're all the same. We all just wanna be happier. We all wanna experience joy. We wanna know how to experience joy and connect with people and love people and be accepted. So yeah. That's beautiful.
0: Now let me ask you when you were growing up we all get quote-unquote programmed with the beliefs of our of our parents of our of our our group around us whether it be neighborhoods societal religious country Mm -hmm. did you have to overcome any of this programming to kind of go into this life because it doesn't sound like this life that you're living now is what you were raised with is it different
2: Oh, it is uh, it is very different, Alex. <laughs> um, I grew up in a small village, and and then you know I grew up in poverty, so a lot of things I experienced they shaped me into believing that the world is a dangerous place and you know you gotta protect your heart you gotta protect yourself you gotta protect your loved ones and you gotta fight for what you want and that was the mindset i always had and that you gotta work hard if you want to earn something you gotta earn that was a big word you gotta earn anything in life love money anything knowledge you gotta earn the respect um also, there was a. I, I, I learned a little bit of Islam. So I was um, raised by some Islamic beliefs and practices Mm -hmm. but i never accepted them as a kid i would always go against them and i always would question why you're discriminating people why are you saying there is hell and heaven how do you know that i'll go to heaven why are you telling that for me why like i would oh you are a
0: troublemaker you're a troublemaker
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yes and obviously i would get Um, shut down and i would get told to not raise your voice to not speak back like that and things like that and it all shaped me into becoming very socially anxious person and suicidal because there was a i would always get told as a kid that i'm not i was not an i was not a wanted child and that i was an accident and i ruined my parents life and things like that they i would hear that often and that would shape that shaped me into a very suicidal person, depressed person. And I thought, you know, I gotta just live for other people. So I would just, and I never thought of myself as anything but just in service of other people. That I would live for my siblings, I would live for my mother, I would live for this person, that person. But eventually, I burned out. I had enough. I suffered enough, and I I thought I it should stop and i think i i was actually i was working in a hospitality and i was you know getting bullied and i was uh, abused verbally abused on a daily basis and i thought this is enough i can't do this anymore i can't live in this survival mode there's not enough money and there's not enough this there's not enough that bills 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 and i had no time so i just sat down once by the um, under the moon it was a full moon i remember it was Beautiful, and I was like wow I've never noticed how beautiful the moon is and I think I prayed for the first time and I never prayed I never believed in God I was really mad at him and my first sentence started with oh God if you are there if you exist only if you exist you must know you're stupid I am mad at you you took my mom you took my parents I hate you but at the same time I'm back here I want to ask you something. And I was like, well, if you exist, you're listening to me. If you don't exist, I'm talking to myself. I'm a mad woman. That's okay, too. So I asked, I think I said, my life is hard. I don't know what the purpose is. I don't know how you kept me alive because I've tried committing suicide many times. And you saved me many times. Now show me why you saved me because I don't understand. I am stuck in a pattern, I'm stuck in a circle, I'm running in circles, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't think I'm good at anything, I don't know why I'm alive, and what is the purpose of life, because this is insane, I don't think I want to work and then get married and have children, I don't see that for myself, I couldn't see that, I couldn't imagine, I thought that was suffocating, I can't do that, it's not my thing. And I ended up crying my eyes out. I think I said, hey, if you show me the way, I'll follow it. If you just give me a chance, I'll take that chance. I am ready to change. Do whatever you want. Do any, I'll go to any extremes to change my life and get out of the state I am in and change everything about my life because I can't do this anymore. I said, I- I'd rather die. I can't do this anymore. So I ended up crying. I went home. And the next thing, what happened is I had this, um, I was in the, in an the astral plane outside of my body with my mom. and We talked. I, I think the first thing I said was, wow, it was so beautiful. I was in my old apartment and I was laying on my mom's lap and I said, wow, this is so beautiful. And I looked at my mom and I said, oh, you're not real. I said, you're dead. You you can't be here. And then I said, oh, this must be a dream. So I looked around and it was so realistic. So I started poking on her shoulder, touching her, and it felt so real. She was warm. She was real. And she kept giggling. She kept laughing at me. And she was so bright and beautiful, this angelic almost being. So I think I said, the first thing I said was, even if it's a dream or even if it's not real, I just want to tell you that I missed you and my life was hard without you.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: And I said, I wish you were here with me on earth, because it's hard. So she just hugged me, and I think I finally said, I love you, which is something I, I've never said to her. I I said, I love you, and I thank you for being my mom. So I was hugging her tightly, and I didn't want to wake up. I, I knew that something was coming, but the, the look in her eyes was amazing. She, she had the, the whole universe in it. And she, as if she, I think the the look in her eyes was so loving, as if she was telling me, it's okay, it's, you know that it's going to be okay. And, and I understood, and everything that I experienced on earth and life seemed like a bad dream, like a very, uh, it's a, it was a nightmare. And I said, oh, but that was okay. I, I felt relieved and there was this giant light which was on top of us, which started coming down and filling us with this bright light, which felt really warm and healing. And it was beautiful sensation. And I woke up in my bed crying and feeling my mom's hand, like someone was still touching my hand and holding me. So I felt, I knew instantly that it was real. And after that, I think I received a blessing, um, in a way, because the depression I had, the thought pattern I had, the negative thinking, it was gone. I was completely conscious, mindful the entire time. And I, I, I felt like the, the blindfolds I had was taken off, and I was looking at life as a new person completely with completely new eyes and just open mind and open heart and a lot of magical things that are happening very weird but good things i think i was um in this super conscious state where i could experience all the goodness in the world i could access every message every um inside knowledge i wanted to uh, know about so that was amazing and I could connect to all the people and people that hurt me as well and I started understanding that no one was actually trying to hurt me it was you know we were just doing our best trying to protect ourselves so (sighs) anyway that was it and uh, I think that experience meeting my mom put me in a state where I received a blessing in a way i was completely in the present moment now and i healed myself i knew how to heal myself i knew that i had to meditate i knew that i had to go to that place i knew that i had to pick up a crystal and things like that but i had no concept of meditations or anything like that i didn't know what i was doing but i knew that i had to do it and that helped me um that changed a lot of things for me and i think I also wanted people to know, and I think that's um, that blessing was given for me to tell people that they can heal themselves and then how magnificent and how powerful we are and how we forgotten about it, but we all have the access within in our hearts. And that's what it, they wanted me to tell other people. But in a way, yeah, that was the blessing I received.
0: That's beautiful. That is that is such a thank you for sharing that I know that was an easy wasn't an easy road for you to walk down. So I appreciate you sharing that with me and and the audience. Um, So we've been talking a little bit about after your your memories and you know where you are now, Mm -hmm. let's actually talk about these memories of yours, these pre birth memories, this life between life. Can you Mm -hmm. tell me what was tell me what it's like on the other side? Tell me how it works. Explain it to me if you can.
2: Um, okay, thank you. Um, so, the pre-birth memory I had was a very... Um, so, I was in a very dark space, um, I could say, and I felt like I had no physical body and nobody around me either. So, But I felt some sort of motion as if I was moving. And... I saw a tiny bright, white light at the end, and then I was moving closer to that light. And as I was moving closer, I felt like I was in a hypnotic state or something. I questioned, I stopped, and I questioned, wait, where am I going? And then a a very gentle voice just started speaking through me. And there was nobody around, but it was speaking through me. And uh, she said, you're going to planet Earth. And I was like, oh, planet Earth. And again, I felt like I knew what that was, but I'd forgotten about it. So I asked, but what is Earth? <laughs> what is Earth? And I felt really weird about asking because I didn't know how to ask and what to ask and what am I even asking about. I knew nothing. I was just this completely blank canvas so and the, 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 this gentle presence, she was really patient and she said, Earth is your new home. It's your planet. And I was like, okay. And I was moving slowly and I noticed that in that, that bright light, the, the white light was coming closer and was becoming bigger and bigger. And I noticed that there were three uh, figures and they were yelling and screaming something and they were saying, kiss, kiss. And I I didn't know what they were saying, but I was excited. I, I got excited and I asked that presence, what are they saying? I wanna know, what are they saying? And she said, they are saying kiss, which means a girl in their language. They're screaming girl, girl. And I was like, girl, okay, lovely. And I said, well, what is girl? And I felt like I knew all of those things, but I forgotten. So I felt a bit weird about asking, but she was really, really patient. And she was like, she explained that I was going to be born as a girl and that difference between a boy and a girl and reproduction system and how my body as a girl, as a female was able to create new human beings, bring new life. And I said, wow, that's lovely. And I felt like that was a superpower when she was explaining to me. And I was like, that is so lovely. I can't wait to be a girl. And she kept saying, it's time to go. But I didn't want to go. I was like, wait, wait, I have more questions. But she said, it's time to go. And the, the white light was becoming closer and closer. And I think I felt as if I was falling back asleep. And slowly that voice, that presence was fading. But she said, you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. You're going to be welcomed. You're going to be loved. We're always with you. Just remember that always. And she was fading in the background. But I I think I was fighting the desire to sleep. And I I tried to stay awake. But I just quietly said, Okay, I will remember. I will remember. And then the next thing I know is I am in that tiny body that those people were holding, and it was very uncomfortable. It was stiff, and the first thing I noticed is that I was disconnected. I didn't feel that love and that calming sensation that I felt in that darkness or wherever I was. I felt really uncomfortable. I almost said something like oh I don't want to be here I don't like this and uh, this um, lady someone started holding me and they brought me to my I think they put me onto my mother's chest and I could hear the heartbeat I was listening to the heartbeat and it was really warm it was calming and she said something my mom was saying something but I couldn't understand the language but whatever she was saying it felt like a wave like a warm energy going through Mm -hmm. my body and it felt like she as if she said i love you and i will protect you and i think in that moment i felt relief i said okay i am loved i am welcomed and they were right they said i they said i would be welcomed I, i would be loved and i felt that and I was thinking to myself, I wish you could hear me back. Thank you. And I wanted to say that to my mom. Thank you for loving me, you know, for welcoming me.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: But, uh, and then, yeah, I fell asleep. And i was four years old when i remembered all of it and i told my mom i've had many out of body experiences and i still have them mm-hmm. i met a lot of people on the other side or however you want to call i met my guides i met people that are still on earth as well the in the spirit world and i would say what it's like over there is we're just we're just very loving we are like children we are very curious and uh, there is no negativity there is nothing like that there is just love and compassion and acceptance and at, even when i was out there out of my body in you know outside of earth and uh, on that astral plane i still wanted to go back to earth i had a huge desire to go back and live as a human i missed my ego i i thought that and i understood that ego is needed we need ego to build our personalities to learn from ego to transform it and to evolve further and learn about unconditional love further and there was something that we were doing to for the expansion. And out there, every being I met on astral planes, they were fascinated when I would say, I'm still on Earth. And they would say, good luck, all the best. You're doing amazing. So I would say it is a thing we all know, and you know deep inside what we are. And I, I was told and I was shown that we were created from love. And when you create something with love, it lives on. It never dies. It keeps evolving. And that's what we go back to. And every all the negative emotions we experience on earth, they arise from love. And they are filtered through earthly sensations and experiences. But they are still love. We transform them, we learn about them, and we go back to love. So it was a very, it was an amazing experience. And I think, I hope that everybody feels that within. I believe that they do. I meet a lot of people and they feel that. So that's what it was like on the other side. And that's what it's like. I still get out of my body, but I don't do it myself usually when someone wants to speak to me or there is a message they pull me out of my body i i just end up being outside and end up being invited for a walk or something so they can tell me something um
0: yeah that's that's beautiful that's such a beautiful um experience do you remember anything prior to being in the black void because it sounds like, let's say you're uh, in a gathering outside, like you're at a party outside, or you're at your house, and the other side, let's for, for mm-hmm. earthly reference, and you're, yes. or you're at school, and your teacher's like, "Okay, you ready to go down now?" And you're like, "Yeah," but up there, you still remember everything. You're connected yeah. to the universe. You understand what planet Earth is. You understand your mm-hmm. soul mission. You understand your soul blueprint. And then it sounds like after you got through all of building out the soul plan, building out the soul blueprint. Oh, I'm going to have these parents. I'm going to have this experiences. I'm mm-hmm. going to feel this and feel this to grow as a soul. You, this where you pick up the story is you've now walked through the door. And like when you walk through mm-hmm. this, it's all going to go away and you're going to start to journey yeah. back to Earth. And you're going to forget all of this. Is that kind of where mm-hmm. you began? And if it is, do you remember anything prior to walking through that door or being in this void? <sighs>
2: Okay, that's an amazing question. No, I actually don't remember anything before that void, but I as a kid I would always remember small things. I would say, Hey, I I, I think I was five or something and I was asking around what is birthday? And they said it's the day when you were born. And I said, "What is my birthday?" And they said, "24th of September." And I remember being so happy. And I said, "Oh, I chose that one. I chose 24th because I liked the number." And everybody was like, "Okay, oh, okay." For <laughs> being a kid and knowing things like, "Oh," and like, um, as a kid, I would go to other kids and tell them, "You know, you can dream about something and it happens. You know, you can create something. You can manifest things." And. Um, so I knew some like as a kid. I feel like everybody has those knowledges. We know something. We just start forgetting about it as we grow up. Um, but the I didn't remember anything before that void. Um, but uh, in I think it started happening after 2021. I started having out of body experiences, and that's where I met my guides, and I was shown this sort of a life review, but not a complete life review. I was also shown how I chose the life I chose. I said, I'm going to volunteer. I want to help the earth. I want to help. And I think I said, give me the toughest challenges. I want that. And I said, so I can wake up faster. I can help faster. I can gain wisdom faster. And I was really overly ambitious. And they showed me that. And they also showed me, I was very proud of myself for not forgetting the pre-birth memory. I think that was something that I picked in a plan that it would wake me up that it would wake me up one day because I would have a tough life but it would keep me going keep me going and I would wake up Um, but I was shown a life review I was shown um, also I was shown the future that things are going to be okay like glimpses of my future I was working with camera I was working with people and uh, I was told by my guides and by ancestors I believe there were a lot of people in the room and they used actually the faces of people from earth like everybody I met on earth even the strangers I met in a cafe or something and when I asked them why they were using their faces they said because you're gonna forget about this unless we use their faces and that's when we talked about everything and that's when they showed me the plan I chose and I was really still ambitious and i said let me do more what i can do what can i what can i do what how can i help more how can I, what what should i do with and they just said you don't do you just be you're you've been yourself and you've been doing that all your life and and they showed me how many people i have impacted i have changed by small acts of kindness and small interactions and that's what happens to everybody we interact with each other and we somehow influence without knowing it and we are all teachers and students all together and we're connected and even if we are hurting each other there was a balance the the giant they showed me the giant balance on earth which was You know, always balancing the dark and light, the negative and positive, pain and the joy. Everything was balanced. And I thought, wow, that is beautiful. And everybody had, you know, every soul had their grand purpose. And that grand purpose was serving in a collective purpose, in a collective consciousness. So that was beautiful. And I thought, wow, the earth is actually amazing. (sighs) But um. Yeah, um, there were
0: really a lot of messages. Well, let me let me stop you for a second. There there seems to be a lot of um, you really wanted to level up in this in this game, if you will, if you're a video game character, and you're like, give me the hardest <laughs> levels. I want the most challenges because that's way I gain more experience. I can get stronger. I can get faster. I can learn more and become wiser. So you really stacked a bunch of stuff in this. In this journey, if you will, when you were meeting with your spirit guides, um, what did you learn about mm-hmm. the process of spirit guides, the process of how we build our own lives? What kind of information can you give the audience about that?
2: Thank you. Um. So I've asked questions about why my life was hard. So that was answered because you chose it and uh, <laughs> also that there is a soul contract that we sign before coming so we know what are the challenges we know what we're taking in and, and sometimes um, there are parts of the soul contract that you have no control over you have no um f- you know your free will doesn't apply there so in, in as an example my childhood so i was brought up in a very um, um, I would say, and not a healthy environment. So there was a lot of domestic violence, and there was a lot of <sighs> abuse, and that there was a lot of pain. And I didn't choose to be there. I couldn't. I couldn't. I even if I wanted to, I could have not changed that because I was a kid. There was no way out of it. But I wanted that experience. And now. I was shown why I wanted that experience and through that experience of pain when I was going as a child, they also showed me how they were helping me out, how they were sending me signs, how they were telling me to go there, to go there. And it was all coming intuitively.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: Um, as a child you I just heard voices or like just thoughts they were coming um to my head and I it was the, you think that's your thought but it wasn't my thought I was I just somebody said go outside hide in the barn and I would do it and that would help me that would help me to escape and survive um things like that they were sh- they showed me and also um so this was the recent interaction where I was in a room full of guides and they said we are your guides we're helping you on earth and there were many so I said um, I was fully conscious and I said there is no way that I have so many spirit guides why would I have so many spirit guides because again I wanted to know I wanted to get a clarity around it so they said why would you not have spirit beds? And I said, There's too many. I thought that would be two or three people, but I mean, just a lot. And the room was full of, you know, I think around like 60, 60, 70 people. And they all had faces of the people from Earth I knew. So they said, We're using them so that you can remember when you get up, when you wake up. So, and I think I said something like, So who's the main spirit guide? Like, who's helping me around here? Because
0: (laughs) who's the boss? Who's the boss here? (laughs) Yes.
2: Who is the boss here? Um, So they were really confused by the way. They were really confused. They were like, oh, the main one. And um, they showed me this woman. She was, she just um, took a step forward. And she said, well, I've been around you the most. But we are always supporting you all together. So there is no way that there is one or two or three. There are your ancestors, your spirit guides, they always help around. But they cannot, they cannot, um, how? what is the word in English? Interfere. Inter- Inter- interfere interfere yeah, yeah they cannot interfere with your experiences you gotta go through them there's no way out you gotta go through them but they will always help you and guide you on your path to show you that you're on the right track and they always send you like angel numbers coins feathers, and things like that like messages through books and people and interactions um when they reminded me that Even though they're helping me, it's not an instruction. It's not that you have to follow what they say. You always have the free will. It's you who are experiencing the life as a human. And that's what they told me. You have the free will. You you chose this life. You have the free will. Don't be afraid because the purpose of life is to live the life and experience life and your purpose is whatever you make out of this life. So don't be afraid to make a mistake. And they always also said and they also said to have a mindset and said and remember that you are beginner for life. You haven't lived as Aki. You started over and there was a reason why we start over, why we forget things, we start a new human experience. We want to experience what it's like to be a beginner for life what it's like to learn about hatred, anger, and cringe, embarrassment, guilt, shame, everything. We want to learn about it and love. And that's, I think, I said, okay, beginner for life. All right, that's who I want to be, okay? Um, that's what I learned about them, that they do help you around, but they don't give instructions. You, but you can always ask for clarity. So whenever I... Um, I get stubborn, I get really persistent, I want to know more. I want answers, clear answers. I cannot look at 888 and think, okay, what is that about? Um, So I would always journal and ask for clarity, but without forcing anybody, because even your spirit guides don't owe you anything. So I always say thank you. If if you think I am ready for this answer, for this message, please let me know. I am here, open. I'm here to accept. And I think, yeah, that's what I do. And that's how I get a lot of the messages and guidance through them. Um, but everybody has a has guides. Everybody has their ancestors. Sometimes we are lo- our loved ones that passed away, they choose to become our guide. Uh, my mom is an example. She passed away, but she chose to be a guide. So I have clothes. Um, interaction with her all the time so i feel connected with her i get messages from her i talk to her i see her in the astral plane so that's something that happens as well let me ask you let me ask you this
0: i mean i've studied buddhism um fairly extensively Mm -hmm. throughout my i've I've studied most many different philosophies and religions and trying to mm-hmm. understand like you the curious i'm always curious you know what yeah. between the vedic texts the yogis buddha jesus mm-hmm. you know all all of the th- things how does these experiences and what you are doing now work with buddhism because from my experience and please correct me you're much more uh, you're much more expert than i am in buddhism of how do these kind of spirit guides and astral plane travel? Is that something that's within the Buddhist philosophy at all?
2: <laughs> that's an uh, amazing question, Alex. I'm not an expert, uh, by the way. I
0: beginners for life. Beginners for life. Know
2: everything? Yeah. Yes, beginners <laughs> yeah, for life.
0: But you are in know. a Buddhist. <laughs> but you are in a Buddhist temple, and I am not. So I'm assuming that you're a bit more advanced. That's all I'm assuming. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Um. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. But I obviously I'm not an expert, and I I actually am not a Buddhist, and I don't know uh, myself much about Buddhism. I moved here a week ago. Oh, yeah, almost a oh, week no. ago. Okay. Uh, I is this is a completely different path to the life I've been used to. I decided to volunteer and learn, so I am. I just started learning from them and I don't actually, I'm not religious and I don't think I will ever be. I I actually got a message from the guide saying that the religions will die, but, Every religion, I respect them, and I believe that they they have truth in them. Every religion has their own truth, and sometimes I believe that they're speaking the same thing. They're talking about the same thing, but different vocabulary, different wording, a little bit of a different you know, perception. But it's all the same thing, you know. Um, what I liked about religions. Um, What I like about religions, currently, is the dedication people have and faith they have. Um, And that's something I wanted to learn from them. What I like in Buddhism is how people are dedicated to growth, self-growth, and and also the self-growth means not only about yourself, but it's also about other people, how you influence other people, how your growth helps others to grow and see their own light as well. That's something I like about Buddhism. And yeah, I came to learn here. Um, I'm excited. Um, It's a totally different journey, but I, I don't know where this life will take me, but I thought I'll just, you know, live now since i've been surviving my entire life so i thought i'll live and have fun um and learn because i believe that's the main um reason why we're here live and learn and i learned a lot from islam because growing up i learned um about islam and some things i still appreciate and some things i really respect about islam and Muslim people, I love everybody despite their religions. Um, but I don't agree with everything. I, I want to decide for myself, so I want to learn from this religion, from that, from this, and probably just travel around and see what, yeah, what everyone has to say because different perspectives and it's fun. And you know, you don't have to make up your mind or opinion right away, right? Um, and I think that the um, my as I experience life, that's when I...
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: That's when, I see some, that's when I see my values and my beliefs aligned with something and it resonates with something from that religion, this religion, and that's when I understand, oh, we're just all the same. We're talking about the same thing. Yeah.
0: Just different um, different uh, parts yeah. of the elephant. Different parts of the elephant. We're all talking about the different parts of the Ex- elephant, if you will.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, May uh, maybe ask me in a year time, and I'll tell you what I learned from Buddhism in in, in depth and okay. tell you more.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. So you have mentioned a, a few times in this conversation that they told you a bit about the future, about what's coming. Can you share anything? Yeah with the audience in regards to what you've seen and what your spirit guides have told you about religion, about Mm -hmm. the state of the world, about our our, uh, enlightenment or our shift in consciousness that we're going through. I'd love to hear your thoughts.
2: Thank you. Um, They showed me a lot of things. And I think at the time they showed me, I wasn't ready. I didn't know what they were talking about, but I just listened to it because I had a lot of questions. So I was really curious. And I'm grateful that they were telling me things um, they talked a lot about how the earth was shifting how uh, we are raising the vibrations and they told me how me and other souls they came to volunteer and we are all spread out and we are spread out because we want we have to raise the vibration from different points of earth and create our own heaven that's what they said you are here to create your own heaven and know and tell people and show people that wherever you are that is home and that is your heaven and you can create your own reality that was what it was shown and they showed me how the war was happening Um, i think it was before the war started in ukraine and russia and I was in Russia so they showed me that there was there's going to be war you have to leave and I thought there is no way but they showed me that it's going to bring a lot of sadness but it's serving a purpose it was waking up a lot more people it was waking up people from Russia Ukraine and other parts of the world that we got to stick together we got to help each other and it wasn't a war be- between people. It was war between governments. It was war between greed, but not people, ordinary people. And they showed me how it was going to change so many lives, how it was going to awaken so many people. But there will be sacrifices, obviously. People will die. People, you know, people will lose their cities, houses. But um, they told me, don't feel bad because they showed me that they, those souls, they chose it. Every soul chooses their death, their departure, their, their time, their graduation, so don't feel bad. They chose to go to that battle, they chose to help. And they also showed how the system would change, religions would die. And how in education system, in school system, we would be teaching children about internal world, not only external, because we teach, oh, this is math, geography, this and that, but we would teach children, you are human, your emotions, how to regulate your emotions, what do they mean, how do they teach you? how interactions with other people teach you that what triggers you in other people is what is teaching you. And every problem we have is an interpersonal problem and not, no one's trying to hurt you and how to live and, and things like that would happen, the shift. And they showed me also how new souls were coming, very advanced volunteers were coming. So you can see a lot of children that know a lot they, they have they are wise. They are already wise. They have a lot of insights. They're very creative. They're fearless. And sometimes we call them Gen Z, but <laughs> um they they and I, I was very happy um, when they were showing me that um also well, I, I was also shown that um the the sufferings would be over and people you know the earth the new earth would be different and it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows we're all going to still have challenges it's not because the purpose of earth is to still teach you about human life right but we're all going to have that inner light inner strength inside and we're going to teach that to our children to next generation that hey life is messy life is this yeah, it can be challenging, but it's beautiful. That's what it's what that's what life is about. It's not about pleasure or getting more, having more. It's all about experiencing life. It's all about getting hurt, falling in love, falling out of love. Yeah, that we would teach that um the education would change, that children would learn about life and that the purpose of life is about living the life. And um so I also asked about reincarnations, that people mm-hmm. would, would people reincarnate again and again. They said it's gonna be easier. People that are stuck here and they feel stuck and they keep reincarnating, um, they're gonna be shifted. Obviously they're gonna reincarnate again, but on, on new earth, they will get new education, new people around new energy, new vibration that will help them to stop the cycle and finish their lessons because ultimately every soul they know their responsibility, they know why they're coming here and they do it because they want to. We do it because we want to. We want to expand, we want to learn. Um I think I also ask about I also ask about my death and because
0: Wow, you're um, bold. My, uh, <laughs> you're yes. bold as. So when am I dying? Can you give me the date and time?
2: <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> that was a very funny um, experience. I, I, I was struggling. I was a bit depressed because both of my parents passed away very young. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was 26, I think, and my mom was 35. So, I'm 26 next month. So I was. Depressed, And I was thinking, oh, what if I die? Uh, I don't want to die. I want to live. So I asked the question, when am I dying? And then we met on the astral plane and they showed me my future and that I would be an old lady with bob hair and, you know, gray hair but happy surrounded by my family children and grandchildren and they told me to not worry about it and also i asked how many lives i lived and that was a really uh, weird answer i got so i asked how many lives in total i lived i want to know and they said 244 far million lives and i just said
0: that is not forty- a real number yeah exactly. that didn't sound like a
2: real number Four yes i said that's not a real number but it's the earthly number and they they kept repeating 240 it was a robotic voice it said 244 far million lives and i was like oh okay well um and so when am i dying like when i'm finishing this life what what date exactly and they did not give me the year but they gave they gave me the date and the month and they showed me my future self, the old me, and they said, this is your departure, graduation. And they said, congratulations, you're graduating on the date and month. And they said, you can wake up now. And I woke up. (laughs) Um, But it was a really, um, it was an interesting experience. And I felt grateful because I was shown that I would live a long life and I would have family and I would have grandchildren. Um, I know the date, but they didn't tell me the year. I think that was on purpose as well. So I don't stress myself out.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. Like, Oh, God, the clock is ticking. Uh,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so you also mentioned something about religion that all religion is going to go away. Which, yes. or, or, or transfer into something else. What did, you, what did you mean by that? What did they say exactly?
1: Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now, back to the show.
2: Um, the religions were all separating people. And they said people change, you know, even if there was a one message, they changed that message and you know, they spread that message and they started creating religions in in religions unlike sub-religions. So they said they're separating more and more. They're saying, I am this, you are that, we are this, that's what we believe in, and that's what others believe in. And it was separating. But they said eventually it will all go away. Um because now that the new age is coming, you New souls are coming, and new changes are happening. There is a grand awakening happening. I believe everybody can notice that. Uh, we're getting these insights, and we're getting this. Um, we're getting so many external changes, like COVID and wars, that are triggering the internal changes. Mm-hmm. And we started questioning more and more that, hey, maybe that's not what we believe in. Maybe that's maybe we choose what we believe in. Maybe we're actually the same. You know. And so they said it will slowly go away. but Obviously, it's not going to happen like that, but Mm -hmm. slowly it will fade. It will go away into the background and it will become minority. The religions will become minority and free souls, free will and union, love and union. And that's going to become the new religion. The kindness is the new religion. Love is the new religion so that's going to become that
0: and when and when are some of these things happening like 10 years 50 years in our lifetime in my lifetime in your lifetime i don't need an exact date i'm not i'm not as uh, specific as you are when you're asking these questions yeah. <laughs> so generally speaking is this going to happen in the next 50 years 100 years 10 years
2: honestly i would love to say uh, i would love to give an exact answer but i don't know but it will happen for sure, you know. When and how it doesn't matter. I think we're just gonna enjoy the process and see what we can do from our end and how we can contribute there. Um, just support whatever is happening and and not um try to question yet. I guess um it is happening naturally. So there is yeah. always a they, they showed me that there is always a natural balance. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know the the whole creation, the whole what we are, was created with balance and a system that goes back. You know, it helps it balances it out, so nothing goes out of control. Nothing just you know falls apart. it's always somehow bringing it itself back in order. So, um, so you know how we having, um external turbulences in the world that is um changing a lot of things internally Mm. in people so that's i think that there's going to be more there's going to be a lot more um external factors that are going to influence people but it's serving for a a good purpose for a good change
0: yes Um, let me ask you this question why do you think you've been blessed with this with the memories with the ability to speak to your spirit guides I'm sure many of us listening would love to be able to hang out with our spirit guides and ask them very detailed questions like you have so why do you why do you believe you've been blessed with this and what's the purpose of this blessing
2: I (laughs) thank you so much for asking I think I believe that it's, I, I'm very grateful for these um, gifts. I actually did not like them in the very beginning. I was scared. I didn't like what I was experiencing. I didn't like being the black sheep. and. Um, but the time went by and I noticed I started helping people sometimes. When someone is about to pass away from earth, they would show up in spirit. And tell me, can you tell me, can you tell my loved ones that I'm about to go, but they will be fine. So I started doing that. And they would pass away. and But at least their loved ones got to say goodbye. And they were prepared. So I started from, that was oh, one gift that I have been using. And that showed me, oh, I can help. And all I want to do is actually help, I think. What they told me is, you just keep being yourself. We'll help you, don't worry. And we'll guide you through life. And what you went through, what you experienced, is going to serve someone else as a survival guide, and it's going to help them without you realizing it. So... But I believe that everybody has those gifts. It's just not everybody probably is activating them or they chose to use them. And I believe my soul chose to use them, use gifts and the keep the connection um, with the spirit world and keep it open. I don't know. I can't tell for sure, but I believe... My purpose is the same as everybody else's purpose. It is to experience human life, but at the same time, help as much as I can. And, you know, also, I just want to show people that you can have fun. You don't have to take life seriously. Mm
1: -hmm. You
2: know, even though things are hard and challenging, you know, we come here to enjoy it. Um, and I think I've learned that even though things were hard, I I still have fun, and I think I think I can cheat. I can help with that, um, and if I can help one person, that's great. And they told me you just be, be yourself, and that's gonna help other people. But the purpose of my gifts, I think, again, to guide me through, and to let other people know that they're guided too that they, they are so loved and they're so supported, they're so protected, they just forgotten about it. But that was the plan, to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main goal was to have fun. I remember just being out of my body and saying, oh my God, we forgot that the purpose was to have fun. Okay, now we got to go back and tell everyone that we can have fun and we can enjoy. And when you wake up on the other side, It's just going to be a dream. And it's just going to go like that. Um, And you're going to miss that dream. Even though, uh, speaking from my experience, even though I experienced horrible things, I missed them. I wanted to go back. I wanted to, I I never wanted to change any of it. I wanted to, I was very proud. And my ancestors and everybody around me, they were so happy for me. And I think, I was happy for myself as well. So yeah, I believe the purpose was to let others know that they are also gifted, they are also blessed and they've just forgotten about it, but that doesn't mean that they're not. Um yeah. Very Hopefully, good. um I am I think I'm serving my purpose just, just being myself.
0: The- you're doing a fantastic job, my dear. Thank you. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions I ask all of my guests. Um, what is your definition of living a fulfilled life?
2: Definition of living a fulfilled life. That's a great question. Um, I'm loving so far all of your questions. Thank you. Um, thank Thank you. Um. Definition of fulfilled life, I think I have a purpose and a that it is to serve on earth and also live the life fully and experience life fully and as much as I can, learn about the human life as much as I can and along the way, Helping along the way, giving, loving more, staying with an open mind and open heart, and enjoying the little things. Because I know that you know we came here with nothing and we'll go with nothing, but the but but what we will take away is the experiences, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And interactions and love and that's and, and, and memories. That's what we were gonna take with us. And I cherish that. And I think that's that feels fulfilling. I meet a lot of beautiful people on a daily basis, very different, and I learn so much. And my love grows more and more for people in life. And I feel fulfilled already.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: Um, every day I make sure that even if I die today, I have no regrets. I speak how I feel and that's what I learn. I speak always how I feel and from my heart. I think we in the, in the past, I noticed that people speak head to head as if we're speaking program to another program. Mm-hmm. And I learned that speaking from your heart matters, and it, and it, it's okay to be vulnerable and speak how you feel and let people know, hey, I am upset, I am angry, I was a bit frustrated with this and that, but we, we can work through and, and it changed a lot of things. I've connected with a lot of people when I started speaking how I feel, not how I think, and I feel fulfilled already. With the fact that I'm here with so many beautiful people and I'm living and we have so many different experiences and I, we can interact and we can share, we can teach one another. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I think that is the point, just okay. having fun and living.
0: Now, if you had a chance uh, to get into a time machine and go back in time, what would you say To little Arky, what advice would you give her?
2: I would probably just say, just remind her that she's strong and she's going to make it. But I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't tell her anything that would change anything because I became who we are. I became who I am today, thanks to everything that happened and is happening. I wouldn't change anything, but I would tell her, hey, you're strong. You're going to be just okay. You're going to have this breakthrough and that you belong here. Because I think a lot of us don't feel like we belong here. Mm -hmm. I grew up feeling as if I don't fit in and I don't have a family and questioning where is my home? Why don't I feel at home and things like that? So I would tell her that she belongs. She's she's very strong.
0: Now, how do you define God?
2: God. So I would say God is... I don't actually use that word at all.
0: Source, energy, <laughs> I universe. I try not use it.
2: But, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. It's it's all the same, but um, I usually don't. um, But I feel like it is love. I think it is energy. It is eternal love. And I think that's what we are all. Um, And the answer lies within, because I think we are all curious. We love to create and we wanna grow. We question things, why and how and things like that. I think that shows that our core, that we are curious, we are that creators. We are the ones who created this experience in order to expand further and further and love yeah i think god is love and uh, love is evolution love is growth love is unconditional so i think that is who we are and we live on we never die love never dies and whatever you create with love never dies it just keeps living on and on and i think the fact that we are as humanity we're living on and we you know evolving it shows us that we are made of love and we go back to it again
0: beautiful and finally what is the ultimate purpose of this life
2: i think well i I asked that question and the ultimate purpose they said it was love and i was (laughs) like they'll clarify that for me i don't know what that means um Mm -hmm. but um i think we have a collective purpose which is to keep the balance, keep the evolution, and keep experiencing and keep expanding. So we come back here, we experience different lives and different characters, and we expand further our experiences in order to serve in a collective consciousness and keep living and keep... I think everyone, I I mentioned earlier that, that everybody, has individual purpose, I believe, and that serves in in the collective purpose as well. But uh, ultimately, I think the purpose of life is to live, and it's to experience, it's to grow, it's to also, you know, I feel like there is only one emotion that is love. That's what we are. And then we come to earth and we f- we experience other emotions that are filtered through earthly sensations and interactions that are like hatred, shame, guilt. But we all, once we learn about them, once we learn from them, we transform them with love. So ultimately what exists is love. So that's the whole purpose, I believe. We come from love. We come to learn about love and we come to live with love. Beautiful.
0: I think that mm-hmm. y- that, says that.
2: that says it all. That says it all. Passing that message on and off. Yeah.
0: Now, if uh, where can people find out more about you? And, uh, and if they want to reach out to you, if you're accepting of that?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a website, it's arkimuratova.com, so just mm-hmm. my full name in .com. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a YouTube channel, it's Divine Inside, and I mostly post on Instagram. Um, it's also Divine Inside underscore um, triple mm-hmm. one. I have other me- social medias like Facebook and Twitter. Um, uh, Facebook, no. I actually, actually, I'm lying. I don't use Twitter. I create it, but I don't use it. I have TikTok, which is I'm still learning how to use. It's a very modern thing, I guess.
0: Sure, sure, uh, sure. Yeah.
2: We'll, we'll put that all in the show
0: notes. <laughs> I'll, I'll put all those links in the show notes. And do you have any parting messages for the audience right
2: there? Don't be afraid of living. Nothing in the world is trying to hurt you or trying to bring you down. We are just doing our best. And in this life, we don't have a defined path. And that is the beauty of life. It's, the, it's walking the pathless path. But we know that the end is one. And having kindness and compassion to one another and showing that we're here together. And I would like people to know that all the answers they need is within them. And just live life fearlessly. And, I mean, we will experience fear, but still try to live fully without regrets. Because I think that's the purpose we have. It's just live those life and experience. And I just want to say that your life experience matters. What you've gone through matters, and it wasn't for nothing. And every single one of us have changed so many people, have put so many smiles on other people's faces, made some people cry, but they served a good lesson. And I know that a lot of people say hurt people hurt and heal people heal, but I would say that hurt people heal too, and healed people hurt too. But there's always a balance going on. And I would just say, don't be afraid to live and speak how you feel.
0: That's so beautiful. Don't be afraid of it. That's so beautiful. I, I, my dear, I thank you so much for being on the show and for this amazing conversation that I hope will heal people listening to it and uh, continue to change lives. As, uh, as it goes on in the ether of the internet. And hopefully more and more people will see this beautiful message that you have. So thank you uh, for coming on the show and I appreciate everything you're doing for the world. So thank you again.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
2: Oh, thank you, Alex. I, I'm, I was going to say the same thing. I love what you do. I watch your show. I love how warm you are to your guests, how caring you are, and how you put that humor and you know, make people smile, and spreading this message and kindness. I'm very grateful that you are here, and I'm here. I'm grateful to be with you and people like yourself. So thank you for being you. You're doing so amazing. <laughs>
0: I want to thank Arki so much for coming on the show and sharing her experience with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash three, three, three. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for
1: listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.